0: Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome, new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, because you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game. Make yourself a same Game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Take it away, Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousins out coming to you on a Wednesday morning. No, what is this? Is this Tuesday? Help me out, Meatballs. Is it Tuesday? Oh my God, it's only Tuesday. Tuesday morning, yes. The summer's baked into my brain here. We have Mikey Meatballs. We have Eddie Spaghetti fiddling with the knobs. We got Scott, the Grizz Holmes producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta. Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay Kid, what is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hello, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I'm confused, guys. I don't know the day of the week. I do know, I believe there are, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Parley Kid. at most two NBA games left, potentially one after last night. Is that right? Is that how it works out? Or does the season just never end? Just one. One or well, two? Well, yeah. look,
1: I, I don't know how you, we've talked about this before, um, but I, you know, normally at the end of the season, I'm kind of sad when it's over. Mm-hmm. Like any any of the major sports I root for, right? I yeah. this is uh going to be uh, it's gonna be a breath of fresh air to not have the NBA on right now. In my just for me. You know, I don't I think just, it's gonna end. It, it I is don't felt think it's gonna end. This has this season has felt especially elongated for some reason. And it yeah. ha- it's not really.
2: Re- it D. D, I agree with and, you.
1: It, it has been maybe because we just haven't seen great basketball or riveting basketball, for the most part, for several months now. Um, Yeah. Maybe that plays a huge uh, role in this, but uh, it's time for it to end. It's time. It's time. You know, uh,
0: this is the first... The first July in years, we were talking about it before that, you know, so two years ago was the bubble year, right? That, I think the playoffs started in August that year, right? So that led right into football, overlap right. with football, Did it overlap last year. I think it might've, right? Uh, two years ago, last year, the playoffs ended, the finals ended the fourth week in July. It was like a week before my party or a few days before my party. this, this year, it's like, uh, it's going on forever and we have nothing to look forward to. And we still want it to end. We have football to look forward to in 75 days, but we still Need to end. Warriors win 104-94. We did our job. We hit all our props. We were a little scattered on the game part of it, but uh, Harry had Wiggins over points. That was great. He's great. I'll miss him. I'll miss watching him. I yeah. love it. He yeah. doesn't force shots, doesn't well, force things defensively. He'll take his threes, but he doesn't camp out behind the arc. I don't know. This is my old man curmudgeonly take on it. I like the Wiggins. I like the uh, Jimmy Butlers of the world, but Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, probably good. Well, go ahead there. No, right. I was going to
2: say Wiggins, you know, two straight games, uh, uh, 17 and 16 in game four. Like I said, uh, in yesterday's pod, his most rebounds for the season. Then he comes back with a 26 and 13 performance and took control in the fourth where Boston didn't Boston and Tatum. Now is uh, uh, five of 21 in the fourth quarter in these games, in these, uh, in the series so far, Boston one and seven with 16 or more turnovers in the boat season. But Wiggins again was fantastic. Peyton Poole, twenty-nine points combined. And Wiggins, Brian mentioned it last series where it was kind of a screw job with Wiggins. Maybe uh, with an MVP when he wasn't still getting the credit. But right now at MVP, another game like this for Wiggins after what Curry did yesterday. Wiggins I don't right think now so. is sitting. I know I don't think so either. But not one more big game, and if Curry lays an egg, Wiggins is right there at the MVP at twenty to one right now.
0: I, but Curry laying an egg is what we saw yesterday, and he sco- still scored sixteen points, right? Like, I I couldn't believe it. I mean, I thought, uh, look, I think five through seven would be Warriors win at home. Celtics win at home. Celtics win in game seven. That's still what I'm going to stick with. But Curry, that's as bad as it gets, right? 0 for 9 and still 16 points. But if you look at it, and I know people are looking at that like, oh, maybe Wiggins 20 to 1. Well, Curry's odds have not moved for MVP. They're still, like, minus 360. Wiggins, as Harry said, is 20 to 1. And, you know, what are they averaging, really, right? Like, Wiggins is still averaging 18 to half and Curry's averaging um, yeah. 30 in well, the series, yeah, right? Well, yeah, so, that's
3: the thing. Sorry. That's the thing. If, he yeah. did, if Wiggins... I know Wiggins had this best game yesterday, but, like, if Wiggins didn't win the the MVP of the right. Western Conference... I. He's not going to win it now because you're still going to go by, you know, who's won the most games for them. Right. So even though Wiggins won that game for them yesterday, but Steph won the even though he was very good in the game before too, Wiggins, but Steph won the two other games for them. So he's going to get, yeah. he's going to get all the credit for that. And, you know, I, I, again, I think he should have won last year's and then you wouldn't have to worry about it now. But, um,
0: and I feel the same way about Tatum on the East side, uh, side of things. But again, you know, I, we know none of us counted on Curry having a, such a bad game, bad for him. Um, he killed my three point bets. I, I had that. He would make a three, Three threes in every single game. It seemed like a lock. And it was only like minus 135. That's why there's no such thing as a lock. He had zero. So, but this has to be demoralizing, Parlay kid for the Celtics, right?
1: Curry. <laughs> well, I was just going to say,
0: bad it game is demoralizing.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Look, just not, not, just not Curry. The starting unit shoots five for 30 from three for the Warriors. Clay Thompson, yeah. the only starter who makes a three point, he made five. The re- The rest of the guys where a combined zero for 19 uh, in that starting lineup and the Warriors still win this game by 10 points. Uh, that yep. is that is a super, super well, demoralizing uh, game eh. uh, for the Celtics. Super, super demoralizing. And I, and
0: I keep doing it, minus nine and a half. Now, I don't recommend jumping on it right now because you could lose with this. I'm going to do it in game six again. I'm going to take the Celtics min- not minus nine and a half. I'll get about two to one. I'll take the Warriors minus nine and a half. I'll get like four and a half to one somewhere in there, but I've made money off of the last three weeks and not just this series, other series. What is it like 11 out of 14 now for the Celtics games and 11 out of 12 for the last 12 Warriors games that it's been a 10 point spread. Well, I don't know what else to say. Don't jump on now because you could get burned, but I'm going to keep it going for as long as I can. But Polly kid, you're right. The three game was horrific. 20 for 72 combined nine for 40 for the winning team. 11 for 32 for the losing team. I think I got that right. Right, Brian? The Celtics were 11 for 32? Yeah, I think so. 11 for I mean, 32. Yeah. Like, the, Celt- the Warriors missed 14 in a row before Clay hit one. I think the Celtics missed, like, 12 in a row before Tatum hit one, right? Yeah, Celtics and, and, and uh, Celtics just
3: had that run in the third quarter, right, where they made and seven, and seven or eight straight.
1: No, and the Celtics also went to the line 16 more times than Golden yeah. State did yesterday. They didn't shoot well from the... uh the, yeah, the they charity stripe Tatum, uh, Tatum yeah. was awful. 30, 31 free throws to 15 you got right. how do you, Tw- you got to capitalize on that
0: 21 for 31 that's why celtics i don't want to hear the celtics fans crying of course they're going to cry about the officiating and, and a couple oh, of the calls for suspect although stop. i feel like brown travels still 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 <laughs> sliding across the lane like still they'll never call it so whatever but you're not making your free throws anyway. So how, what does it matter if you're yeah, uh, well, I mean, in the penalty with seven minutes left, right. like in the third and, quarter, uh, right?
1: three to one uh, uh, turnover ratio for the 18 to six in
0: turnover Celtics to the Warriors. That's a huge, uh, that's it's the game just so right so weird there because Tatum looks hot, right? It looks like he's going to put up 30. For, well, first of all, he didn't take a shot until two minutes left in the first quarter. I don't know. No, no star that that's not going to happen on any other team for a star. Like, I'm not sure how that that goes down. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, Joe Osborne, friend of ours there, tweeted in the three games played in Golden State during the finals, Jason Tatum scored five total points in the fourth quarter, wow. three games, five Ooh. points, 11 percent shooting. Wow.
2: Terrible. Wow. Harry. I don't right know what you steady. do. There. It's five for the series. It's five of 21 in the fourth quarter when you need him the most. He's not there.
0: Yeah. Now wow. the, the the one thing I'll say is Draymond Green must have heard us talking about him, us and everybody else, about the over seven and a half and how some of us thought it should be five and a half, and he had over seven and a half with Oof, I don't barely. know, a couple of minutes left in the second quarter. He just uh they were picking rolls he was open for and just weird stuff that we hadn't seen before. And he's crashing into the uh into the crowd and high fiving people in the front row and then still looking to get thrown out early uh <laughs> yesterday. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> following Tatum all around the perimeter of the court. But it looks like, looks like he's back. He kind of had to have that game with, um, with uh, Curry stepping back a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know what this means the rest of the way. We'll go over it. Uh, Warriors minus 400 plus 320 for the series. Celtics minus three and a half and 210 for game six. We won't give our picks yet, but probably get 18 turnovers to seven. That's, that's what killed the Celtics. I think
1: I agree. I think that's, uh, you know, we really look at this game. Um, forget about everything else. When you turn the ball over at, at such a, a higher rate, it's tough to win. It's almost impossible to win. So they were sloppy.
2: It we also sloppy. Didn't, didn't even mention Jalen you know, Brown. Jalen Brown also didn't make a three-pointer. And then when we mentioned the fourth quarter, the turnovers and everything. He, it was crucial time when it was about a seven, eight-point game. Jalen Brown went back-to-back turnovers without Boston taking a shot in the fourth quarter mm. with about six minutes to go. That was a killer. Yep. And he was five for 18,
0: But I look at it. These guys play a lot, Bri. They play Brown and Tatum play yeah. eighty-eight oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yes. every every single game, they're right say, up close I, to ninety I, I minutes. I do think it's that insane. has
3: something to do with it, right? Because Golden State is so good defensively as well. And these guys are in the game the whole time. So late in the games, you know, when, when they're really uptight on you, you know, they they're they're struggling well, to score. And
0: should that, the, the should the coach be sitting some like should well, should Tatum not play the first two minutes of the first quarter, Paul Lake? Like I don't <laughs> basically know. Like, they he played, basically they play definitely looks tired.
1: Basically, they played seven guys last night. I mean, yeah. you could look at the stat sheet and you'll see about 12 guys played, maybe more, but
2: and White was te- White was uh, terrible. On the bench,
1: White, Payton, 21 Payton minutes. Peyton deserves credit
2: for his defense. Peyton was great defensively. defense.
1: He, he was very good. But Grant Williams and White, 16 minutes, 21 minutes, they're the only guys who really played. They had a couple of guys who logged a minute or two late in that game when they pulled them up. But uh, the minutes here, because they only played eight guys – the prior game, even though they did have some rest. I just think there's got to be, they got to be a little weary at this point, the Celtics. I I,
0: I mean, I just, I just read you like Tatum scored five total points in fourth quarter Mm -hmm. in the three games in San Francisco, like sit him the first two minutes. He's not doing anything anyway, right? At least he'll be fresh. He'll be able to take it to the hoop in a close game with a couple minutes left. Those guys are gassed. So, and I will say again, I will
2: say that's what,
3: well, I I well, I whatever Harry was going to say, but I <laughs> I
2: was going to surprise I was gonna say, cur, curse that curse at curry at the end of the third into the fourth for the 2 minutes to so make sure he gets that extra little rest in between the uh commercial break. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's uh, minutes. That's what they should do still- with Tatum. Yeah, yeah, well, his,
0: his might be injury driven, like that ankle, uh, maybe. But yeah, they, they don't overplay him anyway. But yeah, no,
3: for. I was just gonna say it's funny because Van Gundy brings it up all the time, and he always brings up a great point. And we've talked about this before. And Darren knows this as a coach, oh. right? If when they force like Jalen Brown and Tatum to drive left, it's significantly different for these guys. They're either uh-huh. consider like especially Brown. He's cut. If, if you force him left, I feel like he's turning the ball over like 50% of the time. It's, um, it's, so it's, incredible. they're really struggling and they're struggling. And we talked about, it. you know, Tatum's been good from three, but terrible, terrible inside the arc.
4: Yeah.
0: Does it go seven, Harry?
2: Harry. Yeah, I think so. I'm <laughs> oh, trying to think. Okay. I don't know. I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm well, still we're a at tough five call. now. So all you I know, really have to answer just, is uh, to uh, Do they to get, get win it done at home? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? I let's, think let's, so. might, let's get
0: to get You sticks so? up. Yeah, I think seven. Bry, um, I'm not day.
3: convinced yet, but I'll, I'll say yes. The funny thing is, I watch these games and I feel like every game I watch it, Boston goes on a stretch and I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, fuck. Because I'm really rooting for Golden State. Boston goes on a stretch and I'm like, damn, Boston's like a better team. They just look like yeah, big, right. bigger, Sorry. more athletic. And then it's just all of a sudden right. it flips quickly. But it all depends on Golden State's lineup. Like Harry was saying, I do love when Peyton comes in the game, he brings a lot of different energy to them. Um, so, it, yeah, it's tough. I, I don't know. Kerr was really stressed in post game that, you know, to the team that we're, he, I mean, he basically said it in the post, like to his team in the, when he was addressing them that, you know, we're going to go into Boston and we're going to win game six, you know? So that's, uh,
0: yeah. worries well, me a little bit. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, that could be it. Now, I'm still taking the Celtics in seven, but it does worry me a little bit. Not that I'm worried. I mean, they can <laughs> screw those fans. I'm not worried at all, but, uh, uh, the odds that, Curry's going to have two yeah. more games, like he did yeah. the uh, in game five yesterday, are not good. I, I just don't know as fans, Brian, if we have enough in us to root against hard against Draymond Green and Rory McElroy Sunday mm-hmm. late afternoon. Uh, Do we have it in us? Uh,
3: well, I'll tell you, I, I swear, <laughs> I I've been the biggest. I, I swear, I've been the biggest hater on Rory forever. And I I will say
0: you like him now, I
3: kind of, you know what I'm not (laughs) after though, after he won and he called out Greg Norman the other day, I was kind of like, you know, to me, he was always a little boring. Like that, He was always a little boring. Now he's getting a little Mm -hmm. bit angry with this, you know, this, this other golf league. So like, I, I kind of found that interesting. So I do feel like I
0: will, I will root for Rory against the other guys in this tournament. Um, it's interesting. Like how many guys would have to go to the live tournament for Rory to be a big personality. We, we <laughs> might be there yet. We might be there. Kepka's who knows he could be stepping I away. I More don't than know, anything, though, that.
2: Rory's aside from all that Rory's playing fantastic. Golf
0: he really is. We have our buddy, uh, Paul Colors, who's nice. joining us tomorrow. Awesome. We're going to go over all the U um, S open props and odds and everything like that. But as I said, uh, once basketball's over, once hockey's over, all we have is baseball, but It's going it's full swing right now. And you should swing for the fences on FanDuel Sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. FanDuel lets you bet the money line, home run props, strikeout totals, and so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. I'm going to show you just how to do that in a second. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. Just join with promo code against all odds and turn a $5 bet into $200 in free bets, win or lose exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And I'm right there front and center on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Arms folded, much more handsome version of me from 10, 12 years ago. I don't know why we use that picture. I thought that was about 1999. I thought that was
2: 1999 picture. I think a,
0: oh, 9 maybe 11, <laughs> really? somewhere in there. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, they touch it up a little bit. Same game parlay, Mets minus one and a half runs. Alonzo, RBI, Bassett, five or more strikeouts under 13 and a half total runs. That's going to pay more than four to one odds right there. Mets are home, baby. Jump on it. Jump on Fando. Let's take a break, and we'll be back to break down the Stanley Cup. All right, we're back. Abs lightning. This is tomorrow night. Well, depending on when you listen to it, Wednesday night. Yep, the abs are favored. Minus 180, plus 155 on the take back. The lightning beat up on Spaghetti's uh, Rangers. Spaghetti, you claim you are not going to watch this series. Uh, somehow you, the, your Yankee fandom suffered because you said you're not ready even to watch the Yankees yet, but you're not going to watch this uh, this hockey series? Who are you rooting for anyway?
4: Are you no, kind of- I- I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm rooting for the Avalanche. Um, mm. I just, th- I just think. I mean, I still love hockey no matter what happened to my team. And I think um, it's gonna be a fun series to see a team as offensively talented as the Avalanche versus obviously a team in the Lightning that have arguably the best goaltender in recent generations. So it's gonna be a you know David versus uh, Goliath thing. Uh, or actually, no, that's not even the right. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's unstoppable uh, force uh, meets an immovable La- object. And that, works. that works way better. <laughs> I don't and know, and uh, I'll watch the Yankees again soon. I just uh, I just needed a little reprieve from sports. I was very, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, I was pissed off. But I'll All get right, back on. I'll get back on the train. I
0: think that's a good decision. Take it easy. Doctor's orders. Uh, so you're going to root for the abs. You're not one of those guys. Who'd be like, well, we could say we we're the second best team if um if the Lightning win.
4: Well, I don't. I mean. I still think the Avalanche are going to, I think they can win this series in like five games. Uh, um, so I But I I, I think that it just the, a lot of, a lot went wrong for the Rangers and the late in the series. That makes people, I think, buy into the lighting a little bit more. And you really got to realize like the Avalanche have been just coasting through this postseason. I think they're going to have a, a little bit easier time than people may be letting on. I said yesterday or on one of the pods, I said maybe six or seven games. but I think this actually could be a shorter series.
0: Yeah. So I was looking at this and yeah, I don't know in our heads, we have it like, Oh, so much better offense than the lightning. You know, the I think we kind of feel the same way about the warriors and Celtics, although that might, might pay off anyway for the Western team. Um, but the truth is, and I might be saying this cause I'm holding on to an 11 to one lightning to win the cup ticket as is Mikey meatballs uh, brother Bryant in there too, somewhere around three or four to one, but uh, 3.76 goals per game for the abs 3.48. This is for the season. 3.48 for the Lightning. abs are fourth, Lightning are eighth. It's not too much difference. And the other thing I'll say is another reason I'm sticking with the Lightning for the series Todd Furman came out with a good tweet. It happens every three or four years. Um, <laughs> he says, This is the path it took. Uh, they beat oh, the Predators. Oh. Predators had 97 points. The Blues had 109 points. The Oilers had 104 points. Lightning went through the Maple Leafs with 115. Uh, the Panthers 122. And the Rangers 110. So, lightning went through probably tougher competition. If you look at the goalies for each of those teams, I mentioned definitely better competition. I get it offensively Edmonton better probably than dare I say the Rangers or or the Leafs or something like that. But uh, I don't know. That's why I'm sticking right there with the lightning. I think goaltending rises to the occasion. Parley kid, you are the only one of us taking the abs in this series.
1: Well, I kind of agree with Eddie and, and so that, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying and I kind of agree with it because um, I don't look. I don't look at Tampa as a defensive team, really. I I, I still think offensively, if they were playing in the West, uh, I, I you know, just more of an open game. So uh, I think that's why maybe those numbers uh, l- l- favor uh, the Avalanche Ruff. offensively. That being said, and I I keep waiting for this to happen because uh, man, the Lightning have to be a, a bit worn down. I feel at this point. Uh, they've played a lot of hockey over the last three years. The Avalanche, really, like Eddie said, they've really had kind of coasted in here. Some might look at that as a negative, um, looking that they really haven't been tested. Have they really had to battle and get really gritty? A little bit, maybe in that Blues series a little bit, uh, they had to. Um, that being said, I just think they're going to be a little fresher. I think it's, I think it's their time here for the Avalanche. They are a super talented team. This has been a long time coming. Well, not too long of a time, but it's been a few years in the making uh, for the Avs, and I think they get it done. I like the Avs. I like it to go the distance, though, because this Lightning team is an excellent team. So I think it goes seven. I'm taking Avs and seven at plus four Thirty or is it four ten? Four ten, somewhere in there. That's a good that's, a good. that's
0: a good odds. Nice job. That's pretty good. Yeah. If you like the abs, probably be a longer series, so that's a, a nice bet. Harry and uh, Bry, I think you have the same. Tampa plus one and a half, which means they'd only have to win three games, right, Bri? Um No, we're actually a little bit different. Do you have that, no, that?
3: We, I, oh. I'm actually, I'm actually taking Tampa to win four two at plus oh I see minus one uh, yeah plus uh four two plus five seventy I was looking at the minus Uh one and a half at like plus two uh what is it you get plus 280 or something like that Mm -hmm. look and I know people say I'm I I agree with everything you said so I know people say Colorado is the best team I'm not gonna pretend that I sat here and watched Colorado the whole season uh but I feel Uh like I've seen enough of them and the way Tampa is currently playing I I don't know it's tough and Colorado maybe is the exception to the rule with like the Kings and the, you know, the Blackhawks from a few years ago in the West, but generally it's so much easier to get through the Western conference, just different type of play. And now you come in uh-huh. you come into this Vasilevsky has been hot, right? They're playing really strong defensively. They're getting timely scoring. I think Stamkos, Palat and Kucherov were playing really well at the end of that series. I, I don't know. I, I see Tampa stealing uh, one of these games here on the road. And I, I, I've I just liked those odds that, and it, I don't know. It's funny. We talked about this. Our friends and I were thinking that Tampa is like the worst team that they've had over the last three years. But it's funny if you listen to some of the experts and like Bar- Barry Melrose hmm. was saying, like, this is the best Tampa team that they've had since really? over the last hmm. three years. So it's it's interesting. So I, I don't know. Maybe I think maybe Colorado maybe has to wait one more year. Tampa has uh, one more win in them. I, I mean, I, again,
0: I also have them to win this series. So. Uh, or when the whole I offense. was thinking about this. As long as you're saying that, Parley kid, we we talk about like great teams. Like whoever wins this NBA Finals is, wouldn't we wouldn't put them amongst the greats, right? Parley kid, no, I'm trying to not even who, close. Who, who was the last great team to win in any of the four sports? I, is it this Lightning team? I, I guess they'd have to be if they won. It was last year's Lightning team, although a great team. It was still, the it Bra- was still too Brady, two
3: pandemic years, right? Two for the yeah. Lightning. So it's hard to it's hard to go by that.
0: I mean, I so, guess, I mean, so the who Patriots? Was it, Brady's Patriots. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I guess that's so. it. It's a few gotta years be, ago, it's got to be the Pats.
0: Cause right? I don't know that Lakers team. I don't think it was a great team, right? That, that, no. uh, the bubble team. And then last year. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's well, anyway, it's very subjective. Harry,
2: you do have the lightning just to win three games would get you minus minus one forty two. Yeah. But I'm going to take the plus one and a half games. Hey, listen, I'd love to see a seven, if it goes seven, like Marley kid says, this is a winner at plus one and a half. At minus 142, isn't obviously the Lightning's first rodeo, but it kind of is the avalanches here. so uh, And mind mind you, Braden Point is supposed to be back. He was probably their best player uh, in the last two years as well. So that's big if he's in. He's back in the lineup for Tampa Bay. Uh, 11 straight series wins. That's an amazing run that they've had. Show a lot of moxie, and uh, they showed a lot of moxie. And, uh, and, and uh, so. they were very gritty in that series against the Rangers down to nothing. They come back from that. Kucherov, the veteran leader, like Brian said, I'm just looking for this game, the series to be a fantastic series between both teams who both can score and also can play defense at times too. Uh, but I'm going to take the plus one and a half here. I hope it's a great series.
0: All right. And uh, apologies that he couldn't get it for more than minus 150, but he's going to jump in there. Plus, minus 142. He's doing everybody a favor. No. Um, Cal McCarr, plus 185 to win the con Smythe. McKinnon plus 240, Vasilevsky's plus 430, Kucharev plus 450, and Stamkos 11 to 1. Then it gets into the 30 to 1s in there. Now, the Khan Smythe. Let's go over this. This is a playoff hockey award that is really won in the Stanley Cup, though, right? Like, really, like if somebody steps up yeah. here, like Miko Renton, could could, I don't know if he goes crazy, he could win this kind of thing, but otherwise, it's probably. The first three or four guys. Now, Damashek says if you like the Avalanche, which he does, he split McCarr and McKinnon. The numbers were uh, higher than that last week when he said it. That's the way to do it. Um, if you like the uh, Lightning, got a little more work to do. I'm going Vasilevsky 430 plus 430. He won it last year, right? And I think goalies win it like twice every 10 years, but he's given up two or fewer goals in nine of the last 11 games. And I think they're going to have a tough time scoring. I honestly think if they he holds them to two goals in like three games, it's right there for him. Um, who knows if Stamkos, uh, I mean, those guys will probably have to keep going for them to win Stamkos and the Kucherevs of the world. But I'm sticking with Vasilevsky. Bright, you uh, also like him? Plus yeah, I,
3: I like him at plus 430. Look, if you look at odds, right, in Tampa being plus 155, I would have thought Vasilevsky would have been like three to one.
0: But I get. We thought that the other day. I we thought, thought that like, the oh, other one, day. One, I, once it I, went up three to two, I we thought, oh, for I, sure, no, I, I, I guess the
3: two. I guess the reason you you're looking differently is like you know maybe the expectations is going to be maybe a high scoring series, and if it's a high scoring mm-hmm. series, then he's he's out of contention. But aside from that, Rangers game one, right? He's been locked in for two straight series here. Um, he's been great in these closeout games, and it's funny, even though he gave up a bunch of goals in that Toronto series, he still has a two two seven goals against average, and his save percentage is is 0.928, which is great. So I think if right. Tampa's going to win, he's going to have to be great. And like you said, I mean, he could still give up, you know, two goals in games and just have phenomenal games just because Colorado's offensively is just putting a lot of pressure on him. But um, I just thought plus 430 for him were, was, was good.
0: Looking at that game one, his, um, his goal, uh, his save projection, uh, now I can't find it. But of course it was like, so I think it was 33. Does that sound right? That it was like 33? Could that be? 33 and a half? All right. Um, yeah. Anyway, Harry, what do you like for um, Con Smythe?
2: I'm going to take Steven Stamkos at 11 to one. He's third on the team in points in the playoffs. Second shots taken by Kucherov. He had five points in his last three games against the Rangers. And at 32, he's played his entire career in Tampa. And he had a best season this year of 106 points. If the Lightning win, obviously he's going to play uh, an integral part in uh in, in getting this uh third straight championship uh and if it's a close call between who should get up in the with the might, maybe he's the sentimental choice of this uh of this team, so at eleven to one, I think that's decent value all
0: right yeah Vasilevsky over thirty two and a half saves is uh minus one oh six boy they're putting that high all right McCar, you're going favorite here Parley kid
1: yeah, I'm taking uh McCarr here, Sal. It's not uncommon for uh defensive players uh to win. Uh, this award as well. Um, Hedman won it two years ago. We've seen Duncan Keith uh, also win it uh, for the Blackhawks. And, I mean, look, McCarr, let's just talk about his offensive game, let alone his defensive game. He's averaging over a point and a half a game in these playoffs. Uh, he's four points ahead of McKinnon coming in uh, to this series. Uh, and he's an he's a excellent defender. He blocks a lot of shots. Uh, He's kind of the heart and soul of this team. Um, You know, like you said, McKinnon. uh, I think it's it's going to fall if they win. And this is the thing where you can kind of eliminate the goaltender here uh, for the Avalanche, being that um, you know both the the the, no goalie has stood on his head yet really for the Avs, and no goalie has played more than fifty percent of the games right so far uh, in the playoffs. So. I don't think no matter really what happens in this series, uh, it's going to go to a goaltender for the ads. That being said, uh, Makar, again, he's been fantastic. I'm still getting decent value here. I I, I was hoping he'd be still, maybe I was looking, when I looked at the odds, I'm like, I hope he's like plus 200 or something like that. He's a little bit below it at this point, but I'll roll with Makar, tremendous player, um, and uh, he's going to put up points, uh, you know, so if you defend, if he leads this team in points at the end of the playoffs and they win it, he's, he's getting, he's got a four point lead already too. So.
0: Yeah, I guess points is his thing. I don't want to just isolate and say, Oh wow. The, the goals is, is, uh, utmost importance, but I was surprised his over under for goals is only one and a half. Whereas McKinnon's is two and a half for the series. And, uh, Bri's going to give us a special, but meatballs and I were looking at this before fandle has got all these crazy specials. Like, McKinnon and McCard to each score three goals, three or more goals, plus 650, two or more goals for both of them, uh, plus 146, if you want to be a little safer. Um, and then, like I said, they have the over-under for all these guys. Uh, and then, of course, on the other side, you got Stamkos and Kucherov. Kucherov to score two or more is minus 110, uh, five or more for each. You could, who knows if the goal sucks 40 to one odds. They got a lot of good stuff in there. If you want to check it out, Brian, what'd you pick from the goal specials on Fandle? Uh,
3: well, I was looking at, so I, I was looking at the leading point score that they had for the yeah. specials
0: at Kucherov at plus four
3: eighty. Um, but I, yeah. yeah, I love him for most points. I, it seems like really good odds there. I, you know, even though, he, you know, he struggled at times in that Ranger series, he still had eight points in six games and he lists, he missed a lot of opportunities. I thought in that one. So he has 23 points in 17 games. I, I think he has a big offensive series here. Um, and you know, even like a guy like he kind of reminds me of like the way sidle played, who so had six points in four games against uh the Avalanche. So I could see him getting like one and a half points per game here. So plus mm-hmm. four eighty seem good.
0: Harry is still betting sidle <laughs> for Con Smythe. I can't believe
1: it.
0: He still thinks it's a playoff playoff award. He still likes it. all right. Game one real quick. I'm sticking with the lightning. Um, despite the fact that the abs have scored 18 goals in three game ones this postseason. That's insane, but uh, I don't think it's the same here. You got a hot goalie. You got a team that's had eight days off. I think they take a little time uh, adjusting, and that's why for my prop bet, I'm going no goal for the first 10 minutes plus 112. I know, Parley Kid, you have some stats on this because you have a similar bet, but three of the last four lightning games there has not been a goal in the first 10 minutes again. The Abs having eight days off. It's gonna take them time to get get their skates uh tightened up the right way. I say at least 10 minutes, and I think uh the Lightning win that game one. Parley kid, what do you like for game one?
1: Yeah, I so I'm taking under one and a half goals. I'm getting a plus number here uh mm-hmm. for this. Kind of like what you're saying. Uh one, the last four games the lightning have played in, there's been one goal scored total in the first period. Right. All right. So That alone, I know the Avs are a different story, but they played Edmonton. We knew that was going to be like a wide-open series for the most part, and it was. So I'm just thinking you have a team that's a little tired in the Lightning, Mm -hmm. uh, a team that's a little rusty in the Avalanche. I think both these teams come out and kind of just kind of pace themselves here, get their legs under them in the first period, and we're going to see a a low-scoring low shot attempt mm-hmm. first period of this hot game before things kind of open up a bit. So it's going to, I think both teams will play a little close to the vest, the kind of like a boxer uh, feeling uh, uh, the fighter out in the first round or two. I think we see that here in this game. So I'll take the um, under one and a half goals at plus plus one
0: twelve here in the first period in game one. And you like the abs to you know I, I don't like any plus one and a halfs the rest of the way I mean I, I I was thinking about it I don't have the numbers I meant to check it Is this the fewest overtime games we've had in the playoffs in, in uh, Yeah so remember we used, playoffs. we used to, we used to bet, bet all the time we right. would
1: bet overtime almost all the time and it figured like I haven't been too many well oh, like five like for a couple of
0: years in the yeah. whole playoffs Yeah it's a good point. I don't know. Yep. So, the, so in that case, the plus one and a half is uh, not as fun. The minus one and a half has been paying dividends, and you like the abs uh, yeah, eventually gonna, I, after a I, slow yeah, start. So, yeah.
1: Right. So I, this kind of goes maybe against the, my first bet in a in a small way, in a slight way. It doesn't taking, really though, because it can really, be tied and,
0: and win by right, two. Right. We get we get the like, minute left. We
1: talk about yeah. the empty netter to win this type yeah. of game. Uh, And if there's anybody that's bearing empty netters, it's the Avs. And that's kind of like, I think, I can envision here. Three, two, late. Avs put one in and they go. So I'm taking the Avs minus one and a half at plus 160 in this game too because I do think overall going into periods two and three, this Avs team is going to be much fresher. Home ice. Uh, I think all those things fall into their favor. uh, And uh, they just, you know, they – They're just so talented offensively that being a little tired for the Lightning is going to catch up to them late in this game. Uh, Avs kind of pull away late, and they cover this one and a half at plus 160.
0: I did some quick math, but eight out of the last 12 have been... Over one and over. a half goal difference. Right. Yeah, yes. they're just a difference yes, of one and a exactly. half. Yeah, if you That's, go yep. back even further, it's better not adding it up. Uh, Brian. you like the minus one and a half, but the other way. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the other light. way.
3: Yeah, because you get them plus 134 to win. If you like a minus one and a half, you get them plus 300. I know I lost on this. I did this in the Rangers game six, yeah. although I felt like that should have been a two goal. Uh, when <laughs> uh for the Lightning there, but you know while Colorado has, I mean they have been amazing at home, right? They they barely ever mm-hmm. lose there. I do think there's going to be some rust, right? They haven't played in nine days, so uh, that could be very similar situation that the Rangers within the Rangers Lightning series where the Lightning them. came out yeah, like right, and they were just the first game. Yeah, it yeah. took that. It took them like two game. I mean like. To, took them like late into the second game to kind of get their legs back. So third I, game, or really? Yeah, I guess down down you could healthy, say in the right? third game. Yeah. I, I thought the second game they played okay. There were stretches there. They yeah. played okay, but I do really think that Tampa Bay, just the way they finished out that series, they're kind of locked in at the moment. They have enough rest over the last couple of days, but uh, you know enough momentum to carry them into this game. So I kind of like them to steal this game. So. You know, again, this is predicated probably on maybe a potential empty net or late in the game. But I thought mm-hmm. the plus 300 at minus one and a half
0: was pretty good just because the abs haven't played in so long. All right. And your player prop, Makar and Kucherov. Wow, they're OK. They're mixing it up. Here. Yeah, they so they have 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 a, yeah,
3: they have a special, you know, they have some of those player specials on there. But I was looking at Makar and Kucherov to both have an assist at plus 220. Um, When you look at their numbers, I mean, their assist numbers are great. These two guys, Kucherov has five assists in his last five games, 16 assists in 17 playoff games, where Makar has seven assists in his last four games and 17 assists in 14 games. So I think there are going to be, you know, unless again, unless Vasilevsky is just fantastic right away in game one and they are, the Avs are rusty. I do think they'll, you know, especially maybe in game one, there might be, you know, some goals scored
0: here. So I
3: like both guys at
0: plus 220. All right, Harry threading the needle a little here, going under six for the game, but betting uh, an over for a player prop to score.
2: going to give it a shot here. I'm going to go under six at minus 102 for the game. Agree exactly what had said about the first period. Both teams maybe feeling each other out, see how things go, kill some clock, Not maybe low scoring in the first period. Um, last two Stanley Cups for Tampa Bay, 11 total games, six or under in goals, seven, three, and one in the last two Stanley Cups. Um, yeah, and those, again, their, their defense and their goaltending has been fantastic the last few games, like I said, against the Rangers. So I'm going to go under six here at minus 102. I'm going to take Avs' Gabriel Landeskog over a half a goal at plus 188. Landeskog has three points and two goals versus Tampa Bay this season, third-leading score in the playoffs for the Avs, and has the second-most goals on the team behind McKinnon in the playoffs. Give me Landis Cog, over a half at plus. Well, there you go, Sal, a plus 188. For That's you, good.
0: But you better hope he doesn't see that other stat about how they've given up like one del- it's one goal and done seven of 11 games or whatever. But yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. All right. That's fun. Mikey meatballs. Who, who wins game one? Who wins the series? I'm going with Tampa game one. I'm going with Tampa to win the series. Uh, I think Vasilevsky, if they need to lean on him, they can. And I don't think Colorado can lean on Kemper like Tampa can lean on Vasilevsky. So
4: spaghetti, I think you, you're, you said you're rooting for the abs game one and the series. Yeah, I still think the Avalanche can win. I still think they're going to, uh, like I was saying before, the Rangers are not good 5-on-5. Five five. The Avalanche will be way better 5-on-5. Five five. Um, their power play, too, if they need to score then they can. And I just think they're all going to overwhelm Tampa, and Veselovsky has proven that he could be B, could give up five, six goals a game. So I think we're have a little too recency biased with the Tampa bay Lightning. and I think that the Avalanche are kind of almost coming in this underrated.
0: Yeah, you don't want to see that. Uh, and also, what someone uh, tweeted that, and this is going to drive Damisher crazy. I'm glad I don't have to talk to him until Thursday. Uh, this is the fourth time in history two teams are meeting up in a finals setting where the, neither st- ends in an S. Is that what it is? Avalanche against Lightning,
2: Harry. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I was thinking of that. Huh. I was going to mention that the other day, and I just
0: it might be the first say, yeah. time in hockey. I think it's fourth, in, in – um. Wow! Right, because it was like heat and jazz. Who who, who did it? Ma- no Mavs. I don't know. I don't even care. Magic, I don't even why I brought magic, it up?
2: Uh,
0: who did the magic play? Or no, rockets. Rockets. no rockets. What would No yeah. fighting
1: Irish. Crimson Tide.
0: Oh yeah, well, out of college we might. Yeah, that might be. Uh, it might be a whole different ballgame. Again, I'm, I don't even hey. know why I brought it up. Hey, <laughs> That's we're fun. gonna tease the U.S. Open. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to preview the U.S. Open. That's going to be fun all weekend long. We'll uh, preview game six in Boston. Lots coming up tomorrow on Against the Laws. Congratulations, Chris Bianco, our buddy James Beard Award winner. Best awesome. tour. Pizzeria Bianco opens in L.A. at the row for lunch tomorrow. Oh, and then dinner Starting next week. So very, very exciting. Oh, Congratulations, nice. Chris. And that'll do it for another episode of Against the Odds for spaghetti, for meatballs. For Scott the Grizz Holmes, and the generate trifecta, I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicapping.